In the pub, I introduced Barbara to my long-lost father, who made a fuss of buying her a drink, settling her in a chair, and lifting the palm of her hand to his lips and kissing it. Headingly, he said, when are you going to make an honest woman of her? Headingly already has an honest woman, said Barbara. I'm his less than honest one. You're married? That was my father, to me, in a tone of surprise. With a son, said Barbara. You didn't say. So what do you think of my dad? I said to Barbara. Very handsome, very charming, she said. I suppose your brother must have collected those attributes. Jean Clark had been advised not to travel. It was her second week out of hospital, and the doctor was adamant that she was to spend a month recuperating. But as the doctor had nearly killed her, she was reluctant to take any notice of what he said. Besides, the matter was urgent. Her brother's wife was missing. Why did you buy a foreign car? he said. I didn't buy it. My parents gave it to me when they changed it. Why did they buy it then? I don't know. Mummy liked it, I suppose. It's a good little car. So's the Metro. Why not buy a Metro if you want a small car or a Mini? If British cars were as good as foreign ones, people would buy them, she said. But everyone knows they're hopelessly unreliable. Rubbish, said Wilcox. His breath steamed as though his anger were condensing in the frigid air. What does your father drive? he said. An Audi, said Robin. Wilcox grunted contemptuously, as if he had expected no better. Her eyes, wide and large and wondering, watched him and asked him the ultimate question. I came because I must, he said. <laughs>